0: You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. What's up, guys? It's Bro Man. Holy shit, we made it all the way here with episode seven of Ask Bro Man. Oh my god! Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or SoundCloud or hopefully Spotify, I don't know if we'll have that done. By the time this goes up, uh, if this is your first time tuning in, hi, I'm Professor Broman. I'm a broadcaster on Twitch, and I do a whole bunch of other stuff, too, uh, like run a big charity convention and own a coffee company, and we do this show uh, live on Twitch uh, two or three times a week. Uh, Today is November 13th. It is a Monday, a sticky, hot, and spicy Monday Monday. Uh, and yeah, we're just, uh, we're just going to take some questions from these fi- fine and wonderful folks and we're going to see what, uh, see what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, uh, that's basically the gist of the show. As you can tell, I am an absolutely, uh, fantastic pitch man. And, uh, as, as you can also probably tell, I, I am just the absolute best, uh, at telling people what the fuck is going on. <laughs> People usually don't like Mondays. I'm actually I am actually a fan of Mondays, okay? Mondays are fun because you know, you get to start your week. Like, you get to go out there and you get to fucking tackle all of your problems and stuff. It feels really good. Okay. Feels really really good. Right now, I am fighting with my uh my voice interface program. I use Discord. Now it can hear me. Awesome. Cool. So we're going to grab uh, let's get this guy, or gal, not spoken before. What is up, the second vowel? How are you today? Hey, bro, man, I'm awesome. How are you? Oh, I, I'm so good, and I am so much better now that I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah that's I, right. I appreciate it. Get appreciate appreciated, you <laughs> jackass. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're awesome. Uh, um, what can I do for you today, man? How you feeling? Hey, How you doing? Man. What's up?
1: Uh, good. I kind of binge-watched your, uh your YouTube series today. So I was pretty excited to see that you went, you were going live on Twitter. It was pretty exciting. Oh, nice. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Well, normally I catch the VODs. I'm, you know, working all day, so I don't get to watch you live, but working's working's fun. It's working's yeah, not fun, but you oh, pay the working
2: sucks. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Uh, gotcha. Anyway, so uh, I've been streaming for, Oh, I don't know a little while I kind of picked up twitch you know back in August and uh got affiliated real quick cool um, and then everything kind of like hit this plateau yes and i I kind of feel like it's um kind of because how I run my stream okay um so I stream with like a group we we basically raid pretty much like all the time in destiny so yeah there's a lot of like ancillary talking going yeah, cross talk um, stuff like that yeah you know a lot of communication with like the team or whatever and um you know when we're like i don't know trying to do something ridiculous or whatever you don't have a lot of time to talk with like your chat or if new yeah. people come in or whatever so i f- i feel like i'm not hooking you know the the random viewer that stops in and you know, because you, know, you don't get a chance to talk to them as much as you'd like, is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Okay. So, um, you know, and then there's other times where, like, you know, your your buddies are just being jackasses. And like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know what I, you know what I mean. I, so,
0: do you um, do you know, I'm, <laughs> you know my goddamn raid team, bud? Yeah, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, can, I can relate. So it's
1: it. I don't know with with the way that Destiny Two kind of feels right now. I feel like maybe. I want to kind of branch out and maybe not. Yes. Do that sort of um, constant party chat thing. Yeah, of course. But then, I, but then I, I like I feel like my, um, like all my viewers kind of expect that now. You know. Sure. Like, yeah. We're kind of known as like, well, we're those guys who suck at rating. You know what I mean? Oh, okay.
0: Okay. So it's a fun. <laughs> so, it's a fun time. Yeah. It's, it's
1: we're we're not like super serious. It's a fun time, time,
0: and you all suck ass. Pretty much. As yeah. well, I mean, that's a good hook, man. Like, I, yeah, I as long like, as you're not raging at each other, like I'd want to watch that. Like, hey guys, you want right. to watch this? It's gonna take them ten hours. And it's gonna be fucking great.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that yes, kind of. But we like we make a lot of fun of each other, and you know, it really helps with the, um, I guess the flow of the stream because it's like fairly entertaining. At least I think it is. Yeah. But I I guess my my biggest fear or whatever is that, like, if I go and I try and do some other game that like, maybe it's not going to be as engaging because I won't have those people with me. I gotcha. So, I gotcha. Do you have any
0: sort of like advice? So that- yeah, you got a few things going on. So let's, uh let's crack them all out. Okay. <laughs> so right. like the first one is like, you're used to, uh, you know, you brought, you broadcast with the group exclusively. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're used to, you're used to, you know, working with them and all that stuff. And so if you wanted one approach, you could just be like, listen guys, like I want to, are they broadcasting too? Uh, one of them is the others kind of just like hang out with us, you know? Yeah. Okay. So like you could legitimately just say, you know what guys, like I want to focus more on my chat. So I'm going to like mute myself occasionally. If somebody comes in, you know, I might have a conversation with someone or something like that. Like you could try and work that into your regular routine. That's a really low effort change. Um, you know, and I'd recommend like kind of starting there. Uh, but aside from that, like branching out and doing more with your viewers is never bad. Like um, my managers, uh, management team, OPG or online performers group, uh, uh, they have a like I have one interesting take on channel growth. They have another one. And one of the big things that that they believe in is um, if you pay attention to the way the cycle of the games industry works, it's, you know, there's always going to be games that people are going to be looking to purchase. So if you do your due diligence and you do a little bit of research, you can find games that are either coming out or that are out currently that maybe aren't really well represented on Twitch and streaming those games. Especially if it's a, a game that like, let's say it's the number five on the steam charts. Right. But it's like at the you can't even fucking find it on Twitch. This happens all the time. Uh, Picking up and playing that game, if it interests you, puts you in a really good position for discoverability because one of the first places people who are used to Twitch come to get a game review is Twitch. So these folks are going to say, like, oh, okay, like, man, I can't believe this is crazy. Nobody's streaming, you know, Cow Murder Deathmatch 2010 on Twitch, but it's like the number one game on Steam right now. So, like, What the hell? Here you come, right? Uh, And you're like, yo, I'm totally going to stream Cow Murder Deathmatch 2017. And like, it's crazy. Check out how cool my cow looks. He's got a minigun. And you're going to have, you'll have a lot of just natural organic traffic because you're working in synergy with a marketing team for a game, Um, you know, whether or not they're advocating and promoting your stream, but you're putting yourself in a position where people are already searching Uh, for content about that game so that's a really safe and like and logical way to start branching out uh if that makes you know if that makes sense to you if that's something you want to do um so i'd say in the short term absolutely you know try and work on your chat interaction see if you can make it happen with your your raid team but as you're trying to like grow your channel uh, it's important to you know incorporate variety and get comfortable with it and then get comfortable with uh you know the back end statistical stuff on Twitch as well um that hit all that i think that hit all the bases for you i think so <laughs> remember everything yeah. um, um oh the yeah. one more thing i wanted to say is you said you felt like you hit a plateau right sure yeah. that is normal uh every broadcaster on Twitch hits plateaus uh they exist for every for everyone um you know, there's even something that I would I would argue like there's a hard cap on what you would consider, a, you know, an average concurrent viewership that any stream can attain despite its popularity. And it, it seems on a day to day basis, that seems to be around, you know, 30 to 40,000 viewers because there is ultimately a limit to how many users are on Twitch, how many users can be there at a specific time, uh, you know, because Twitch is live. It's not like YouTube. So you're only going to get concurrent viewers when they can tune in. So uh, plateaus are normal. The best thing that you can do is uh, look inward instead of outward. (laughs) Uh, Because if you look outward, you're going to look at everybody in the whole fucking planet. You're going to be like, well, this guy has more viewers than me. And he's a piece of shit because he swears a lot. And I hate that. And like, I don't (laughs) like this guy and I don't like this girl and I don't like any of these people. And they don't deserve any of their success. And all that's going to do is keep you from progressing, Um, you know. If you feel like you're on a plateau, look inward. Like look around, see what other people are doing. See how other people who are kind of pulling your same concurrent viewer count are are managing it. Maybe look at one or two of your peers that have grown outside of, uh, <laughs> grown outside of uh, the concurrency that you're at. Like if you're usually pulling ten and you got a friend that suddenly started pulling twenty on average, like take a look at what he did. See if right. it, uh, he or she did. See if it's something that you can duplicate in an oth- a way that's authentic to you. You know, recreate it.
1: Right. Yeah, that's my biggest fear is, like, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't know. I don't, I don't get, I
0: guess I don't want to look fake. You know sure. what I mean? So, yeah, authenticity is uh, important, yeah, but I think I, that, I think that in the the never-ending race to be as authentic as possible, people start to, um, I get purposefully rebel against, like, traditional artistic practices, like, Um, When you're learning how to draw and anyone who is listening and you've been learning how to draw, there was something you copied something first, right? Like whether you were drawing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and you were just trying to duplicate the Ninja Turtles, like or it was anime or it was, you know, linked to the pet, like whatever it was like you started by tracing or copying something else. And yeah, it was still crude. And through doing that, you discover your style and you become creative uh, with within that platform, Twitch is the same way uh i think it's incredibly important to watch other broadcasters because it's going to enrich your perspective as to like how different things can be approached on twitch um and the other cool thing about twitch is you don't have to bring your ideas like like, to market (laughs) right away you can sit there and brainstorm like okay so this guy has a point system and he uses his point system like this and i think that it's a really good utilization of this guy's you know point system but like I don't want to just straight rip it off so what can I do differently how can I make it my own um the same as you would do uh the same as you would do with any other piece you know any other sort of creative profession does that make sense yeah yeah so, so like don't straight up rip off anyone don't do that but absolutely like find their framework copy paste it into something you know like an intermediary form and then learn from it and try and evolve, like make your own concept out of that. Uh, I'm trying to think of things that I've done on my stream uh, that, that I did that with Um, like, I didn't used to have an intro and then I noticed a lot of other broadcasters had intros and I was like, well, why the fuck do you have an intro? So I went around Twitch. Why do people have intros? Why do people's intros all seem to be almost exactly 10 minutes long? Um, you know, like what, like, what is this magical 10 minute number? And then I found out like, and and this could be archaic now, but you know, four years ago when I implemented my intro, uh, it took about 10 minutes for Twitch to send out, uh, all of the email notifications to all the people who followed you. Uh, so basically it let your stream start with everyone being present that could. So I, I made my own intro, uh, that's like a really small example so sure i hope that helped <laughs> yeah no it, it definitely did yeah no that I, was um, i felt like i gave you three kind of like all over the place answers well, but it, it's all definitely my, applicable to the questions you're, you're yeah you're my questions right aren't very on point either but
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> it just you know it was uh it was something that while you were well well i guess kind of not while you were talking today but while I was watching your videos today sure it, it was like this thing that kept creeping up in the back of my head like if if I could ask him what would I ask and that was kind of the thing is like I, I stream with you, a bunch of idiots
0: and they're, the other, they're the loud. Other thing is, all out you know and uh and I, I wanted to I wanted to highlight this for you because you know I like to give everybody answers but I, I also want to let people know what they're doing right The fact that you have like a really fun group of friends and you all shit around and you have a good time means that your channel has organic uh, culture like that's, you know, people people know that if they're tuning in to watch you, you're you're going to be that kind of person because you're that kind of person with your friends. And that really lends itself well to further development because everyone who ever watches you starting from now on is going to understand like you're the guy that's going to hang out with them. You know and shit around and it's gonna feel like you're just you know oh I like watching second Val because it's like I'm chilling on a couch right next to him hanging out and playing video games right you yeah know? that's
1: kind of what like when when I started the stream, you know everybody's like, well, what do I want my stream to be and I was like, I just want my stream to be like a bunch of dudes hanging out playing video games and like bullshit you know
0: absolutely that is a hundred percent how I started my stream I said, I want to stream on Twitch so me and all of my friends that don't live together anymore can hang out and talk shit Uh, (laughs) just like we used to. And anyone else who shows up, I'm going to treat them the same as I treat all the rest of my friends. And now I'm here. So it's a good format. I'm a big fan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I have like
1: 1% of your success, I'll be thrilled. (laughs) I want you to
0: have like 10 times more of my success. So that way I can be like, I knew you win. (laughs) maybe i could call on a favor one day and be like listen man i really want to get pizza with you i don't know i was (laughs) i don't know but yeah, dude, that is that is what I got for you. Thanks for uh, thanks right. for tuning in. And thanks for you watched everything today. All the other episodes. Yeah,
1: man. When you're when you're like bored at work, what do you do? Oh, you know? well, whatever, man. I mean, that's the <laughs> whole point.
0: I wanted to start making content that was easier for people to consume at work. So that's that's why I started no, doing it, this. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. My, my job is so <laughs> uh, tell everybody where they can find you, my man. Uh, well, you can find me on Twitch
1: and Twitter. Uh, just at the second vowel. Um, no underscores, no weird crap like that.
0: Fucking love it. All right, yeah, man. That's it. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you for asking your question. Go follow the second vowel, guys. Check him out. Sounds like he might be in the same place that I was about five years ago. So wouldn't it be cool to get in on the ground floor somewhere <laughs> else? I think so. Um, All right, thanks. Go, thanks give, bro, go give the man a follow. You have a great day, dude. All right. Thanks, you too. All right, man. Peace. That's really cool, man. That's like he was he he asked one of first of all, a great question. Second of all, it was confirmation that like of all the goals that I have with this, like content that's easier for you to watch while you're at work and, you know, podcasting and stuff, it's already working. <laughs> Which feels really really good. Um let's see. Who do we got here? We I'm trying to, I always try and look for people who've been like pestering me on Twitter a lot because that's a great way to get my attention is to just tweet me all the time. Yo, when are you doing ass bromance? We're going to get this guy. Uh, Venges 1313 and we'll wait for them to unmute. And we'll see what's going on. But yeah. Oh man, I love doing this, dude. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah, the second vowel, guys. That's that's the guy. Boom, see he posted it in chat there. Maybe I'll remember how to maybe I'll remember how to make it happen on on all the youtube platforms too i want to start linking everybody in the uh in the other stuff as well all right well Vengez is apparently uh Vinges is apparently very scared and will not not speak. oh oh hey Vengez, what's up
2: yo what's up man
0: not much let me turn you down i'm glad you're you got your shit working i would have been hella <laughs> yeah, <sad>. sorry <laughs> ah, it's okay dude that's that's life that's what happens what can i do for you today man you've been like tweet me and like you're one of the main reasons i did this at this time because you're always asking i think it's you that's always asking for like you doing this afternoon
2: i post quite a bit about it yeah, yeah
0: okay good. <laughs> good what can i do for you man
2: um so i got a couple of questions for you absolutely so i myself am a small streamer sure sure who got most of my inspiration to start streaming from you okay i'm and hired. i recently got <laughs> i recently got a an email uh for twitch affiliation sweet and i guess i just want to know what you think of that program and the
0: affiliate program? what you
2: think with people that should go
0: into it yeah um i mean <laughs> i have i have a lot of opinions about the affiliate program so uh Let's see. I'm trying to think. Um, I love the affiliate program because it presents a stepping stone to partnership. Right. So for those of you guys that yeah. are if you're listening out there on, on any of the podcast platforms, you don't know what an affiliate program is on Twitch. Uh, Twitch in the old days used to just have general broadcasters and then partners. And partners are the ones who can make money on Twitch from Twitch. Uh, and everyone else couldn't. Twitch added a uh, like a tiered system before you become a partner. And it's called an affiliate. Uh, where you have access to some of but not all of the monetization on the twitch side that you can Mm -hmm. get um as a partner uh so it's this is how i would approach it if i was in your situation okay um okay it is a it is a learning tool okay and it is there to help you figure out how you would want to structure monetization on your channel um You know, when it first came out, I was I was diehard about how like, oh, it was bad and it's terrible and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, part of that was just, you know, fear clouding my judgment, which happens to all of us. And uh, I care a lot about other people. And I know, like, for me, the path I took worked and I was like, well, then everyone else is going to have to have a similar path. Um, But times change. So grow up, old man. Uh, So. You know, the the big danger with being an affiliate is the same danger that you can have in any form of content creation, whether it's art or music. Uh, It's uh, trying to monetize your content too quickly Uh, there. You know, there's so many blogs dedicated to this and and posts of, you know, like artists who are doing, you know, they do web comics and they go to a convention and someone in the in the hall asks, like, hey, uh, I just got my first thousand views on my web comic what's a good t-shirt company and it's like oh. you're totally <laughs> missing the point okay uh yeah, jumping right towards the money yeah you're jumping towards the money you're, you're you're getting ahead of yourself um the structure i've always taken with my channel is i provide all my content for free i don't paywall anything at all ever mm-hmm. never have and i'm never going to um so I think that's the best way to do things. Being an affiliate really shouldn't change the way that you stream that much at all. Other than the fact that for the people who are there for you all the time, they now have an option to support you inside of Twitch with, you know, emotes and things like that. Um, Yeah, I think that it's a great program uh, and it also allows you to experiment with some things, some alternate, you know, like, okay, now you have a sub button. So you get emotes. How are you going to work with those? Like, what sort of emotes do you want? What sort of style do you want? It it gives it a really real tangible uh, opportunity for experimentation. Whereas when you got partnered before, it was like everyone wanted your emotes and you got partnered and you're like, well, shit, now I need emotes. And like, I don't even know an emote artist. And, uh, (laughs) you know, it gives you it gives you a chance to sort of take things a little bit more slowly. So that way, when you launch fully into partnership. Um, or like a higher st- a higher tier of monetization, you have this this groundwork and understanding of of like okay, like this is how income works on Twitch. So I yeah. think it's a really good program. Um, I think that like for the Twitch economy as a whole, I think that it has some interesting drawbacks, but I think that that is more because of uh, Twitch's current situation. Like Twitch is Twitch is killing it. But, um, their, their new user acquisition isn't growing at the rate that they are allowing monetization to happen across all of their other channels. Um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, essentially it's like, yeah, more people have the opportunity to make money, but they're still the same or, you know, a, a lesser growing, uh, at a, a lower rate amount of money to be had by everyone. So, um, yeah. It's and that's and like that's just an interesting economy problem, and I don't think that I don't think that there's a moral good or bad side of that. I think that I think and hope that Twitch is going to start focusing really hard on new user acquisition, bringing people in from all over the internet, because it is a very strong live platform. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, if Twitch if Twitch doesn't start to innovate around new new user acquisition inside of the next couple of years, I think they might be in a really bad spot. Uh, Which would put everyone on Twitch in a bad spot, including affiliates. Uh So there's (laughs) there's both sides of the coin. Uh, Another another really interesting (laughs) thing. And then this is I'll end it with this for you. Uh, I got a message on Facebook. Uh, I got a message on Facebook from someone who also just recently got affiliated. He has Mm -hmm. 600 followers. He streams pretty regularly and he's got 50 subs. Holy shit. And 600 followers. Um, which like, is that, is that going to push him to full time anytime soon? No, not at all. But that is to me, uh, a really shining example of like how, how deep and meaningful the, the connection you have with your viewership is, uh, when your channel is growing and when your channel is, is air quotes small. Uh, one of the big things about Twitch that matters a lot is the depth of the connection that you have with your viewers and look if you have a thousand followers and and all 1000 of those people sub to you you're fucking doing awesome and it's a possibility with the affiliate (laughs) program uh you know it allows you to experiment with it allows it allows you and shows you uh you know the true level of depth that you have um or or it's a depth measurement I, i won't say that like money directly equates to depth but if you're getting 50 subs and you have you know 60 600 followers that's a pretty surprising level of impact. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I reached out to him to sort of give me more information because I'm super curious about how he runs his channel and and all that other stuff. And I want to go check him out. Uh, but that's just sort of shows you the okay. kind of, I guess, success monetarily you can have uh, even as an affiliate when a lot of people sort of write it off like, oh, I'm an affiliate. Now I'm going to get like four or five subs. And here's this guy with his numbers that blow my mind apart yeah <laughs> yeah so those are my thoughts do you have any follow-up questions that i did i did i bring anything else up to the the brim of your mind right there anything going on
2: um i think i think that answered that question i did have one other one Love it. um that came up recently yeah so like i said i'm a small channel i just hit i think 119 followers sure and um congratulations i had thank you <laughs> i had a I had a viewer offer to, like, send me a gift. Sure. Like, they wanted to buy me, what was it, like an Xbox Elite controller. Holy crap. Okay, nice. And um, I didn't really know how to respond to it. Sure. Um, did you ever have anything like that come up or early on or even like, yeah, now?
0: yeah, um, I mean, like I didn't set up a, a mailing address for the stream for like four years because, you know, I was just like, nah, I'll pass. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I, I think that I think that stuff like that's awesome. You know, it's somebody who obviously cares about you and your, your content and it's coming from a good place. And if you're coming from a good place too, IE, you know, you're not being a greedy cunt, which I don't think you are um you know you seem like a nice guy and you seem like you're doing this for the right reasons and you're shocked and all that good stuff um mm-hmm. you know uh, you could set something up with like an amazon wish list so they don't get your address or something like that um yeah you know and I, I yeah i mean there's no problem with with stuff like that you know it's just you know it's it's part of your channel growing and learning how to manage You know, things like that. There's not really a huge difference between someone giving you an Xbox Elite controller and, you know, someone coming to my channel and giving me like a tip that's like 200 plus dollars. It's it's fucking mind blowing. And every time it doesn't doesn't stop being mind blowing. Um, You know, so it's it's an early opportunity for you to learn how you want to handle that. I can't really tell you Uh, I would do with I would do what feels the most comfortable to you. Uh, And obviously make sure you protect your identity, you know, traditional security stuff. Don't give anybody your, you know, actual address, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah,
2: definitely. It definitely threw me for a loop and it (laughs) because, I mean, the guy seemed really genuine about it. And I like to think that they would be because I don't like to think anything immediately negative of people. But it was just an unusual thing for me to hear, especially just being a smaller channel. So, yeah, man
0: absolutely you know you, yeah but if you want to you can set up a p.o box there they're usually not too much and yeah man i wish you nothing i wish you nothing but the greatest success going forward
2: well, I well, hope thank you, you. i appreciate growing that growing
0: and and having fun and and figuring out you know what makes you unique on twitch and all that good stuff you want to let yeah. everybody in the universe know where to find you now <laughs> um the whole twitch universe is listening okay
2: <laughs> i'm not ready for this <laughs> oh shit um uh, Twitch and Twitter are both the same. It's at Venge1313. Can you spell Venge? E N G Z?
0: 1313. All right, man. And that's everywhere, Twitch, Twitter? Twitch and Twitter, yeah. Those are my, got, I only use no, Twitter no, as far no as. No Instagram, no YouTube?
2: Uh, no YouTube, and I don't have, a, a I guess, a, a streaming Instagram or
0: anything set up. So You got to get on it. <laughs> get your <laughs> hustle on that's all good man that's my other piece of advice is you're starting out start doing all that start getting used to doing all that stuff early so you don't come into the game mm-hmm. late like me and be like fuck man if i've been doing instagram for five years instead of three months i'd have two hundred thousand instagram followers but i have 20 because i started yeah. in january so um uh, you know that's that's just a, a little thing to keep in your mind for the long term mm-hmm. It's definitely something to think about. <laughs> Absolutely, man. All right. I love you. I hope you're having hope you have a good day, my guy. You as well. Thanks for uh thanks for the chat, bro, man. Yo, anytime. And if you got remember, if you got any questions or you want to do follow up, you can always tweet me.
2: I will definitely do that as I've been doing already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome, dude. I'll talk to you later. All Peace. right. Thanks, man. All right, man. Good questions. Lots of uh lots of streaming questions today. This is what I thought like This was like what I was expecting more of when we got started. We got, we've been, we've had some interesting episodes up to now. Uh, let us get, let's try, uh, let's try this person's name is just legend. So let's get legend. Hello, legend. How are we doing? Hi, we're doing good. Let me turn you down. All right. I got you. What's up, dude?
3: Uh, just first, I wanted to say, um, I I think you're awesome. Um, I found you on, uh, YouTube, surprisingly, okay. not Twitch. Um, yes. And ever since that, I've been completely hooked. Um, I guess my question uh, was: I was thinking about doing like a podcast or something like that. Excellent. Um, but I wanted to know if it one made sense in some like so small in my in my space. Um, sure. And I wanted to know like I've watched like so many of your videos and. I've watched like other content creators on Twitch, uh their videos on YouTube, and one video I always find missing is um like a video on podcast creation and the mindset going into that. Like ah, yeah. I'm I've I've not having, I can't find it. Um, Interesting. So I wanted to see if uh you could shed some light on that process and uh do's and don'ts. So I don't set up a podcast that fails. Sure, 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 sure. Um okay. Huh.
0: All right. Well, let's go with uh, I'll just go with what what brought me to start doing this. Um, and then we'll go from there. So I uh, i am a big believer in trying to put your content out in as many different ways as you can. Um, I, I really when I started Twitch, I felt that way. I was like, yeah, I would do everything. Uh, and then I got really exhausted because it's hard to do everything and also have a primary focus. So I sort of let all the other stuff fall off and I focused on Twitch. Um, probably one of my biggest regrets in, in content creation so far is not putting in the you know extra hour a day it would have taken to like snip something from the stream, put it on YouTube, uh, you know, just post a dumb face on Instagram or, or whatever. Uh, so uh, in, in, a, in an extension of that. I decided to start doing podcast stuff because I wanted to be able to make content that people could consume at work. Right. So people could get their bromance fix at work on audio because audio, apparently podcasts are like just disgustingly, uh, over consumed at work. Like everybody is listening to podcasts at work right now. So I wanted to get <laughs>
3: I do it myself.
0: Yeah. I wanted to get into that space. Um, as far as format, uh, I like helping people. It's like a core part of my personality. It's probably one of the biggest drivers that I have, like as a human is helping other people. So the format of the podcast is an extension of my personality. I like to help people a lot. I like to give advice. I like to try and help people work through problems. It's something I've done my whole life. So the Q and a format sort of fit. uh, And I like, you know, and I have a couple of things that I'm relatively good at. One of them is, you know, live broadcasting, or I've been successful at so I decided to do this podcast as QA so um, that's what that's what got me to doing the Broman podcast and uh, if you want to go a little bit further back to the jam even though I wasn't part of that podcast which if this is your first time listening to my podcast uh, I have another podcast it's with my friends Kevin and Corey it's called the jam uh, it okay. is a podcast about nothing just like <laughs> Seinfeld is a show about nothing and it's stupid. Um, You know, Kevin and Corey started doing the jam because Kevin is a huge fan of podcasting. It's just something that he loves doing. And so they they started doing that about a year before they brought me on regularly Uh, just because it was like a fun extension of their life already. So the core trend here is <laughs> um, podcasting works really, really well if it's an extension of, of who you are. So. Finding what sort of personality traits that you have that you are exemplary at, whether you're, uh, you know, excessively curious or you're you're very analytical uh, or you're funny uh, and your friends are funny. Finding, you know, a touch point to sort of focus all your content around is really good, uh, whether it's a podcast or anything else. Um, But I find that the podcasts that I'm drawn to since I recently started listening to a lot of podcasts are people who are knowledge experts And people who are like excessively curious. So they always have like really good guests. They have good conversations or they're just giving out really, really good advice because they've done a lot of things in their life. So my first piece of advice is find out what that is for you. Um, Okay. uh, The second part is don't try and do it by yourself. Podcasts with guests are way more fun to listen to than, than uh, a solo podcast. So whether it's just two people uh, which is the format that I like the most. Uh, or if it's, uh, you know, you and a, a reoccurring guest, having people on and around is good for a couple of things. One, it helps drive conversation. And since podcasts are audio based, if there's dead time, people are like, um, <laughs> did this guy yeah. pass out? <laughs> you know, they'll like, <laughs> they'll like stare at their phone and be like, uh, did my, you know, did my Wi Fi break? So you always want to be. You know, talking and that that sort of assists with that. So have a guest and focus on one of your things that things that are the most uniquely you, because the one thing that you have when you're creating content that no one else has is your life experience and your perspective. And you are essentially using that as the leverage to drive you as a personal brand, which is, uh, you know, you said you want your podcast to be successful. I don't know how many you know downloads or listens or whatever that means to you. Um, okay. but that's what drives growth is figuring out how to leverage your personality into your product. Gotcha. Yeah. All a whole right. bunch of information. Uh, so, uh,
3: was, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to come back. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: So my, so my follow-up with that is, have you looked into the, the hardware technical side of podcasting?
3: <clears throat> uh, no, I, I'm kind of like a n- new to it. Um, so
0: let me just this is going to be really overwhelming at first because this actually scared me away from doing a podcast uh, like when T-Rex and I started doing streaming One Hundred and One, We were just going to say, fuck it, and not put it on iTunes because okay. podcasting was like, oh, God, uh, mm-hmm. now it's gotten a lot simpler. So I use a platform called Simplecast. Uh, I believe uh, you can also host your your podcast feed on iTunes now or not iTunes on uh, SoundCloud as well. Um, And those are really nice user friendly platforms that just allow you to upload, uh, upload your audio, add all the tags, and then it'll send the feed out or it'll provide a feed for you to hook into uh, everything else.
3: OK, All right, cool. I'm going to have to come back and watch the vibe and like read, take everything in. But uh, yeah, thank sure. you. I thank you for the time. Really um, do appreciate it. OK,
0: a couple more things from from chat that are that because this is why I like doing this live. If you're listening to this chat, um my live chat has perspective on things that may be outside of my base of knowledge. Uh okay. So uh audrey who's actually uh my account manager at opg says one of the most popular pokemon related podcasts started out as one person and remained that way for a while so it's not definitely not saying that you have to have a guest uh if you're good at talking through things and and you're always talking or always providing audio that's pleasurable to listen to Mm -hmm. um obviously you can go that route and you can do well um and clearly since it's an audio format uh Audio is important, so make sure you can you start learning as much as you can right now about how to provide the best audio quality that you can. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, man. Is there anywhere that people can find you right now if they want to get on the ground floor of the legend podcast or whatever you're (laughs) going to call it?
3: Uh oh, well, I I've been streaming Star Wars Battlefront um Sweet. for the past 2-3 months. Now uh tonight's the big night. Uh so if you're looking for Star Wars Battlefront uh content, you can find me on uh, twitch.tv/legends. I'll spell it out. Um L X G E N D Z okay. underscore. Um I'm not a big fan of the underscore, but uh Hey man, I'll make <laughs> I, sure I,
0: I, make sure you post that in, in my chat room after you get <laughs> if you get off. All here. right
3: um and same same for uh twitter um legends same spelling just without the um without the underscore i got you man but uh thank you thank you again uh bro man really do appreciate the time uh you to come today
0: i thank you for listening and watching and supporting me it's like the least i can do appreciate you dude yeah (laughs) yeah have a good one uh you too bye i love it (laughs) i love it man Setting up a podcast is a goddamn daunting uh, thing at first. There is, you know, I'm a I'm a really seasoned vet. Uh, man, you've come into the oh, shit. No, <laughs> I'm a really seasoned vet. I was just in the wrong chat room there. Uh, you know, when it comes to like hardware, hardware technology and stuff like that. Uh, and I thought like, oh, I'm comfortable with this. Like, I won't get scared by podcasting stuff. And, you know, the first time I approached it, I was really overwhelmed. So that is definitely something that there is not a lot of information out there about. And it makes me want to maybe make some content for that, which would be very interesting. Hmm. Hmm. All right, let's grab grab this guy. His name is the Vanguard, which and it looks like he has a pokeball, so I'm not really sure. What's up, the Vanguard? Hello? How you doing, Holy bud? Crap. Oh my God, hang dude. on! You're hurting my ears. Oh shit! All right, <laughs> what's up, my dude? You're good now. Oh no, he's he's a he went AFK. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, dude? What can I do for you? Oh snap!
4: This happening. All right.
0: Yeah, this is actually no. happening. It's not a joke. <laughs> this is not a
4: well, fucking drill. I just want to say, um, I like the content and I really, I really liked the King's fall raid, And that's like one of the only videos I go back to over and over. Cause it's awesome. Watching you guys kill King, the King and then taking, you just K- him yeah, out.
0: Oryx. So yeah, for those of you out there listening, uh, this is my one gaming accolade that I'm proud of, uh, me and the rest of the, uh, are my clan. I guess we have a clan name now. Uh, our Bungie clan name is, uh, uh, my dad is Bungie, so we we were the first team in the world to take out Oryx in the King's Fall raid uh, when it launched. That was Destiny One's big expansion. So that's that's what he's talking about. If you don't know, I have a question for you before we get to your question. All right, all right, you ready? What and I'm yeah. always curious about this. What brings you back to watching the same video on YouTube more than once?
4: Watching like the progression that you guys made like learning the fights and stuff sure and also like the reactions that you guys had like when orcs first popped up and t turned around and he was like holy shit this is real yeah and it was just
0: i gotcha i gotcha i'm, I'm just always curious because i'm uh, as a consumer i am a like a one and done sort of you know content consumer like okay i watched it once i don't want to watch it again so I'm always trying to get like a peek behind, you know, folks that have different viewing habits than me. So thank you for answering that question. What can I do for you though?
4: All right, well, question. So they keep acknowledging the the raid that's going to come out in Curse of Osiris okay, as like sure. new raid content. Sure. What do you think about that? Like, what do you think they're trying to reference and stuff like that?
0: Oh, when when Bungie's talking about new raid content for the next DLC. Huh. OK. So for those yeah. of you who are listening, uh, this is a question about, you know, Destiny 2 and the first DLC. Uh, the raid content is considered the capstone, you know, player cooperative content in the game. Um, the raids are. And so there's the DLC coming out soon. And yeah, so I don't know, man. For me. Uh, I don't really know. I like to leave. Uh, I like to leave the boxes uncheck uncheckmarked. Bungie is usually very uh, methodical with their their word choices um, about you know types of content. So at first uh, there was like no mention of a raid at all. It was a new cooperative activity, and then the language changed to new raid activity. Um, so <clears throat> using the under- the little understanding I have of how methodical they they operate everything, I would say this. I think that Bungie views uh, raids as six-player activities that encapsulate difficult encounters in the end game. Uh, so is it going to be a traditional raid like we may have experienced with Vault of Glass or King's Fall? Probably not. Otherwise, they would have said new raid. Uh, they said new raid content, which probably means that there might be a new six-man activity that is endgame-related that is different than what we've experienced before. Um I know some people think like, oh, yeah, it's going to be like they're going to bring back the old vault of glass raid. It's going to be like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be a thing. I mean, it could be a six person horde mode, which would be a raid style activity or raid style content in my book. I would I would fit that, Um, you know, I I could shoehorn that in there. So, I mean, those are my thoughts, you know, as far as that is concerned.
4: Or question. Sure. In school right now and uh one thing i really kind of struggle with is like procrastination oh yeah and i was wondering if you may have uh i don't know like had something
0: similar you're asking if i procrastinated in school you son of a bitch no uh <laughs> yeah i did a lot um uh procrastination was um Was huge for me in school. Because I fucking hated school. Um, I didn't like it. Uh, I have found. That when I connect with subject matter. And when I was growing up. It was science. Like I would always do my science homework. And then I would say fuck everything else. And then like even then. Like if the science. The science homework wasn't going to actually teach me anything. I would just ignore it. Uh, You know I would run the numbers. On all of my. (laughs) So I I can't. I can't believe I'm remembering all this. I would run the numbers off of the syllabus that teachers would give me, and I could be like, okay, so this class, 20% homework is weighted as 20% of the grade. So if I ace everything else, I can get an 80 and never do any homework.
4: Oh, my God. And I, do, I do a similar thing, too. It's, yeah.
0: Yeah, man. You're a pro. You're a fucking pro <laughs> at maximizing your time. So um, right now, like in school, all right, Uh <laughs> Right now in school, you you are optimizing your life for the maximal output. Right, you're optimizing your time. You're doing a lot of stuff that are that I would consider in the real world, incredibly important skills. They're just not incentivized in traditional school setting because they want you to do all your fucking homework. When in reality, if you're out there and you have a, and you're in a job and you want more of your own fucking time to yourself and you itemize away for whatever you know system you're working with to to do everything that it's doing in 10 less time guess who just got fucking hired as a partner for that company your ass did um you know it's it's really it's really interesting to me to to see things like that so uh what are you studying right now
4: uh i'm just i'm in high
0: school you're in high school what
4: grade yeah uh 10th
0: Tenth grade. All right. So you're that means you're a sophomore? Sophomore? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's tough. I was hoping you were in college, because then I'd give you a different answer. <laughs> but honestly, like what I would do right now is like focus on the things that you're passionate about. Um, you know, you're not you're not really in a place where, you know, I could tell you to be like, yeah, you know what? Like doesn't matter what anyone thinks. Fucking drop out of college, do whatever the fuck's fancy. Um you know, you, you probably still live with your parents, which means you probably should, you know, try and listen to them. <laughs> um, but, you know, now's a great time. You know, you're in, you're in high school. You have a wealth of time outside of school to try and identify things that you love and that you're good at. So, you know, maybe one of the reasons you're procrastinating. And if it's the same reason as me, it's because you're just not connecting with anything. So you should try and find something that you connect with. Um. And this was the learning trick I did to save myself in 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 uh, in high school. So I found subject matter that I really, really loved. And then I found a way to connect all the subjects I hated back to that. Um, so I really liked I really liked comedy. So I would try and find a way to, like, associate math with comedy or I would try and associate uh, history with comedy, so some some of the lines make a lot of sense. Oh, you know history, you can make historical jokes. Okay, easy. Now I'll study for this test. Math was harder, um, but for me, the 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 key to stopping me procrastinating was finding finally realizing that there was a way that I could use everything I was learning, uh, that was advantageous to me. Because until you find that, all the fucking information you're learning is it feels meaningless.
4: Uh, yeah
0: yeah yeah, <laughs> and that that's going for me I used to be a teacher too like I taught before before twitch so um, I would try and do that with my students I would try and identify the ones that didn't give a shit about subjects I was teaching and I would try and find what they liked and then I would try and tailor you know a joke or two to try and unlock that in their mind so they could be like oh yeah so there you go bro uh, hopefully that helps you procrastinate less yeah yeah, get out there and find something that you love and try and tie it all together. That's what worked for me.
4: But uh, Guys, what did you teach?
0: Uh, I taught philosophy, surprise, um, and um, science. I was only supposed to teach philosophy, but then they didn't have a science teacher for sixth grade at the school that I went to teach at. And so they just press ganged me into teaching sixth grade science. They're like, just fucking read the book to the kids so i did and it was awful i did not like that one bit
4: (laughs) all right all right man well i don't really have much else besides i don't know the fact that i think there should be a speakeasy in a hot tub that would be cool
0: speakeasy in a hot tub what in my in 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 my office Oh, just like in general. I don't know. I got you, man. Uh, Do you want to tell these people where they can find you on any of the social medias? Are you doing any social media stuff?
4: Like AJ gone fishing without the G at the end.
0: AJ gone gone fishing. Okay. On what? Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Pretty much everything. All right. AJ gone fishing, guys. Get out there and go fishing with him. (laughs) All right. You have a good one, dude you too thanks all right bye i always forget that i was a teacher for a little while (laughs) i always forget that that's something that i did in my past was yeah i was a teacher i taught i taught at a private school in in puerto rico (laughs) which is like yeah all that stuff that goes going on there kind of breaks my heart right now and i just made myself sad but yeah i was a i was a teacher i'm not anymore but it It's definitely given me a lot of perspective on education, which I try and use on stream and and in this format. Because it's important. Learning how to teach is probably one of the best skills you can pick up in your life. Because if you can learn how to teach people stuff, you can also learn how to communicate your ideas better. Ideas. (laughs) All right. uh, Where are we at? We are at about 50 minutes, which means we'll probably grab one more Question, let's grab Lunar right here. Hello, Lunar. How are you? Hello. How are you, Lunar? Nah, I made him uncomfortable. They're not going to talk. Lunar you may, Lunar may be experiencing issues with the program that we use for the call-in show, which is called Discord. Uh, I super like it. It's great for gaming communication and stuff like that. Um, that
5: might help if I had my microphone unmuted.
0: There you go. See, and it's and as easy as that. Just like when I fuck it up, it's just user error. How are you doing, Lunar? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing excellent. I need to turn you down. People will rage at me. All right, you should be good now. I can move them. Now you're all good. Right. You're solid. You're solid. I need to do it on my end it's for all the podcast folks as well.
5: well. Fair enough.
0: Oh, oh yeah, it's so fair. What can I do for you? Uh,
5: I I just uh, basically wanted to, because I've been watching since the stream, excuse me, speedrunning
0: era. Oh, wow. Okay. A
5: really, really long time ago. I've been watching for a very long time, to, Yes. Maybe for the people that haven't been here as long, I want you to walk through, like, your first experiences. Like, whenever you first got partnered, like, that Uh, the overwhelming, just shock and, like, shock and awe
0: that you had. Okay. And when you talk about that, do you have a question, too? Or?
5: uh, Well, there's more along the lines of the... Well, I had one, but I don't remember it right now, though. <laughs> Think about it. I'll
0: be talking for about five minutes. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, Lunar said that he's been around since speedrunning days. Uh, if you're new to Twitch or gaming on the internet, let me explain what speedrunning is. Uh, speedrunning is the uh, art and science of finishing a game as quickly as you possibly can using any and all game mechanics at your disposal. So, you know, if the game's got a big glitch and you can finish in five minutes, you'll do that. Um, It's how I got my start on Twitch, which ultimately led to everything else that I do. Um, uh, I started streaming uh, January 2013, January 27th, 2013. Uh, And for the first, I want to say 18 months of my career on Twitch, I streamed exclusively speedruns of uh, the game Borderlands 2. I peppered in some other stuff as well, Um, but it was primarily Borderlands 2. Um, which was a great experience for me. That I, I got involved on on Twitch, and I got involved in streaming. Uh, uh I got involved in streaming because of the wonderful things that the speedrunning community does for charity. Uh, if you are, even if you're not a veteran of Twitch in the gaming space, you might have heard or seen news articles of an event called Games Done Quick. Uh, To date, they've raised over $12 million for various charities that they support. Uh, I have been involved in Games Done Quick before. I actually did speedruns there in 2014. I did a couple uh, at the event. But that's how I got my start on Twitch. So uh, if he wants to go all the way back when I got partnered, it took me three applications to get partnered. I got partnered when I had around... 1000 concurrent viewers all the time because partnership requirements used to be pretty tough. Uh, but as far as the way that I was feeling, uh, when I got my partner acceptance letter, it was I don't know, was it? It was <laughs> it was funny because when I look back on it, I was like, Yeah, I did it. Um, but then on the other side of things, uh, the <laughs> And this is the other side of my brain that I really didn't realize that I had until, you know, uh, a little bit further down my career path. I thought, oh, it's fucking go time now. Uh, partnership on Twitch, which I guess we kind of already covered what it is. Um, it's kind of like if you're trying to make content on Twitch, a lot of people think partnerships, the end goal. It's it, uh, as far as like monetization, making money on Twitch. It's not really the end goal. It is passing the job interview. Uh, so I was elated that I passed the job interview, but I was ready to prove my value and um, and show like this is why I will be good at broadcasting on Twitch. Um, so that is like that's that's a bit of my journey as far as, you know, how I came to my first little tiny bit of relevance on the platform, you know, starting from zero uh was there any other particular things you wanted me to to touch on there lunar or did you remember uh, your question <laughs> i did awesome so
5: after you got partnered or even before you got partnered when you start seeing a growth in your channel like what would be the or rather what would be the best advice for people that are in that similar boat that like they have a fast growing channel sure how would they handle like that amount of growth or exponential growth should it happen
0: Ooh, shit Okay, good one. Uh, so if you are suddenly experiencing a crazy amount of growth on your channel, and I would, I would, uh, I'm learning more and more that this is true regardless of your creative platform, okay? Like if you're creating on social media, if you're doing, uh, if you're doing videos on, uh, if you're doing videos on YouTube, if you're doing, um, if you're doing, you uh, Twitch streaming, if you're doing anything, uh, when you start to have success on one platform, it's really, really easy to check out and go, I made it. Um, You know, and then you drill down and you focus on just that platform and you stop learning. Uh, And the second you do that, it might not be immediate, but your ability to create will decelerate over time. Uh, because you're no longer exposing yourself to new things, you're no longer challenging yourself to learn new stuff, uh, and you're just kind of saying, I've made it, and now I'm going to be here. That leaves you with a a massive vulnerability from a creative standpoint, because what if the platform that you loved goes defunct, like Vine, um, or uh, which is like, that's not a dig on Vine. There were people on Vine that had millions and millions of followers, um, and then the ones that diversified off of it into you know YouTube or Twitch or Instagram uh or Twitter they're still doing okay and they can they can keep creating but the people who leveraged all of their effort into one platform suffered so the second that you realize you have some momentum going you have captured the crowd's attention and you are on the the wave that is the moment that instead of relaxing because it is the moment you've been waiting for for so long that is the moment when uh That is the moment when you should work harder than ever at diversifying your offerings. Now, uh, my issue was, you know, when I was streaming, let's say, Destiny launch after three months, I was averaging one to two thousand followers a day. I averaged that many followers for the entire first year that Destiny was out. Um, It was absolutely insane. Uh, If I could go back and play those cards again, I would do all of that except Throughout the entire time, instead of just trying to get people to be following me on Twitch, I would have been promoting my YouTube more. I would have been promoting my Instagram. I would have been promoting every other social platform I could because the more relevance that you have, the like your relevance across all social platforms as a creator is kind of like your job security. um, And you need to look after it. And it is so easy uh, when people are riding that high of like, oh, my God, like the guy that I love, I found him. He's growing. It's crazy. Thousands of followers every day. It's fucking nuts. And then uh, you're like, by the way, I have an Instagram shit. I want to be on this guy's everything like and they'll follow you, follow you, follow you. Um. So when you're in that exponential growth cycle, you can really snowball it into something awesome if you don't get lazy. Right. You just so my advice on. is don't get lazy. Keep on pushing. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. You know, the, the things that you might not. Uh, You might not have that hunger, right? Like, I guess that's that would be the way that I would describe my attitude during like that that year or two when I was, you know, averaging just an insane amount of followers every day on Twitch was I was like, this couldn't get any better. And I was incredibly grateful and happy and satisfied. And I, I don't I don't say this to to get you to change your emotional attitude about it. Anyone who's listening that's about to be, you know, careening towards the the rockets of success. I say this because the reality was it could have been better. Um, and I just didn't realize it. Uh, you know, if you're, if you have, (laughs) you need to keep up the level of audacity that you have. Like it's, it's a pretty audacious idea to think like, I'm going to play video games on the internet and I'm going to make a living wage salary doing that from random strangers who think I'm funny. Like that's a fucking absurd thing to believe. Um, You know, but that the audacity to believe that that could possibly be true is why why I'm here. What I didn't realize was I should have had a little bit more of that, you know, tenacity when I was blowing up to be like, well, if they think I'm awesome here, they're going to think I'm awesome everywhere. Uh, And that's, you know, I think that's the biggest piece of advice I could give to anyone who's just sort of coming into their own um Success wise in the creator space is the second that you grab success, you need to start building out as quick as you can, because uh, you have no idea how high that tide is going to go. You have no idea how long the wave is going to last. And if you're not prepared for it, you are going to be put into kind of a crisis situation when things begin to decline. And I hate seeing people have a moment and then disappear uh, and I think that that happens a lot because of lack of foresight, which is, you know, I guess why I'm giving you this advice.
5: <laughs> oh well, this was more along lines for the people that are growing. I'm not. I just stream occasionally just to sure. make sure I have records of like PvP events and Destiny. Oh and yeah, 2. man,
0: recording for posterity is huge. I'm a big fan. Even if so, you don't, uh, then here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I want to say this because because this is awesome even if you don't think you're ever going to be like super successful on Twitch or anything like, but what if it happened?
5: <laughs> yeah. I don't, you that's know, another reason why I asked. I have no idea what any, like I would do. I don't, I've never been in that kind of position.
0: Yeah. I think it's I, great to prepare for it. Even if, uh, you know, even if you don't ever think you, you might make it there, you know, uh, archiving your archiving, your stuff is huge. Like, uh, one of my favorite examples, and I'm just straight ripping this off. Um, uh, about you know the power of of recording your content and, and just tracking events in your life is um straight from Gary V. He could you imagine if Mark Zuckerberg had a video of the moment he pushed Facebook Live for the first time? Like, how many fucking views do you think that video would have? Like, how much relevance would that have like throughout all of human history? Like it would be fucking crazy. Um, pretty mind-blowing yeah it would be mind-blowing like there'd be truly it would probably be the most viewed piece of content ever to exist um uh to up to this point in mankind i would have i would have next to no doubts about that um because that that was such a sentinel event in human history and it started in some guy's garage uploading a web page you know Uh, so keep doing that. Even if you, you know, it's worth, it's worth the modicum of effort that you have to record it. It sounds like you're already doing it because you like it, which is great, but you know, recording things for posterity, um, is huge and you don't know where you're going to go and, you know, having that archive of, you know, this was the first time I did X or, you know, this is the first time I went flawless or whatever. Um is a great piece of content to go back to if you do ultimately become incredibly successful. Uh it's just it's just right there in your pocket for whenever you want to blow yourself up again. Uh on, you know, make you, you can go, right. oh hey guys, what's yeah, so 10 year anniversary? Here's my first stream ever. Bam, viral. You know what I mean?
5: Look how much you've changed in like 10 years. It's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everything
0: just evolves over the journey. Absolutely, man. It's 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 a really uh, it's really really fucking cool so yeah man thank you for your questions and thank you for watching for what is almost 5 years i mean i'm sure
5: <laughs> it's uh it's been a little bit it was uh i think it was a little bit a couple of years after i joined the service so that's you've kept me going along through several deployments so oh my gosh thank you
0: for your service man yeah.
5: <laughs> not everybody supports it but it's greatly appreciated no, i, I uh, I appreciate you uh, sitting down and uh, talking with me and like answering the questions and being like chill with everything.
0: Absolutely, man. You're, you're an incredible person. Thank you for making my dreams come true. And if you ever need anything, make sure you you hit me up on Twitter. If There's something I can do. I'd love to help. You're already doing it. Just keep doing what you do. (laughs) All right, man. I will. Thank you. All right. You have a good one. You too, man. Yeah, I, get, I just gave Lunar all that advice, guys, because I don't have any of that shit archived. I think the oldest archive I have of my broadcasts might be like one of my speedrun world record attempts that I'm sure we could watch one day. Oh, I'll have hair. It'll be super awkward. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I'm, now I want to go find that shit. I definitely don't have an archive of my first stream ever. Oh, God, what a train wreck that was. I used to stream. Okay, you guys want to hear one will we'll end the we'll end the podcast with this. Um, when I got started making content, I was. Um, I was sitting in my office or not in my office in my living room with a with uh, my now ex-wife's laptop, a hop capture card. And an Xbox 360. Uh, I had horrible audio delay. Uh, I didn't know how to fix it. Didn't care to fix it at all. And anyone who was like, you have audio delay. I was like, fuck it. This broadcast isn't for you. I'm here to hang out with my friends. Um, you know, it was it was just, it was a terrible experience. But I fell in love with doing what I did. Because I had one guy show up that I, I like, that wasn't part of my group of friends. Called uh, Black Ryan. Like uh, 292 or something. You no know, bunch of numbers and I was like who the hell is this and it's some random guy and I spent like three hours talking to him we got to know each other and it was a really fun time and that sort of like re- I guess revealed the magic of, of what Twitch was to me like this is a way to connect with people that is around gaming but a, a way to connect with people like I have never experienced before um and I fell in love with the platform and uh you know, that's what brought me here. So. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for hanging out today. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or Google Play or Spotify, hopefully. Thank you very much. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends. Share it with your grandma. Give me a rating. Give me a one star. I don't give a shit. Give me a five star because you're my best friend. Either one is fine. I just like to know what you think. And I want to say thank you for spending some of your time with me at all uh today and i appreciate that thank you very much and i'll catch you guys next time on episode eight of ask broman which will be in time tbd peace and have fantastic evenings folks